Good morning, everyone. This is uh, Jim Jaquetta, CTO and co-founder of Vitovation. Uh, today on our Wednesday webinar, we have a very special guest, uh, uh, Greg Machia from Simply Live. He's the VP of Sales and Operations for the Americas. Uh, Vitovation has recently uh, signed as a partner with Simply Live, and we're very eager to 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 integrate this technology with some of our live production capabilities or at-home production, Remy production capabilities, uh, particularly uh, for uh, contribution uh, over bonded cellular and the public internet and other means. So, uh, uh, Greg, it's, it's, it's great to have you. Um, uh, let me give you uh, control. Why don't you introduce yourself, Greg? Yeah, hi, uh, Jim. I appreciate it. Uh, very kind uh, introduction. Uh, happy to be here. Happy to have a Vitivation uh, uh, partnered with us, and certainly, uh, you know, being able to combine our expertise and and, and show what uh, you know what we have to offer, and, and you know, looking forward to to you know building this relationship and doing many good things. Awesome, awesome. You should have control. Yeah. So we will uh, go. So hopefully we should have the, the presentation up, ready to go. So uh, just want to talk a little bit about, um, you know, for those who do not know, you know, who Simply Live is, what do we do, um, you know, wh what's our advantage? So I mean, as, as many probably know, I mean, for us, we look at, you know, wh what's the industry like right now for production? You know, it's really about more and more content as, you know, you used to have your traditional linear channels now with OTT and second, third screens and, and all of the different, you know, platforms and, and, and streaming services. It's really about uh, it's about more and more content, but at the same time, the budgets get smaller. So there's always there's always a challenge there. So, you know, when when you look at, you know, let's say I would call it the traditional models of production truck or control room, it's typically there's a lot of hardware, a lot of cost there. So you know, it, it, it's not always the efficient way to get that extra content. So, you know, for Simply Live, you know, we look to, you know, to come with a solution. So, um, you know, we, we look again to, to do the savings across the board. So it starts with, you know, just smaller infrastructure and cost. If we're talking about a, a more traditional, we do have a hardware model, but even that it's, it's all in one, it's smaller, it's a powerful system, but, but very small. Uh, and, and the people, the people needed to, to operate the system uh, you know, we've designed it to be very intuitive, very easy to use. So the training is very short and you have a lot of power and it's in front of you. So because we have video in our UIs and we'll get more into that, it's, it's, uh, it allows less people to do a lot more. And, and as part of that, it's just, you know, the system is, is easy to set up, able to set up locally or remotely. Again, the, the training time. So, you know, a lot of times it's, it's, it's the director or the producer, the people that are typically would be, you know, have operators there with them that, that they're doing the production with. For us, you know, we, 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 we make our interfaces such that they can be the ones doing it. So it's, uh, it, it, it's very powerful in that way. But most important, and I think for us, what we do, because there's a lot of good solutions out there, you know, certainly at, at, at a very, um, you know, uh, low cost. But for us, it's about the quality. So for us, you know, coming from the industry, uh, you know, we want that quality to be the best quality. So for us, you know, the, the users of our system have no problem to put it on their linear channel because because of the quality uh, that, that our system brings, all the core pieces are there. 
Uh, and I think the last point, which is important, is, you know, the expertise of the team. You know, I've been in the industry for a long time, over 20 years, uh, the founders of the company. We come from the industry. We know the pain points. And, and you know, we're, we're, again, trying to bring solutions. And we know. We know the parts as you get into cloud and all these different things, security and infrastructure and, and all of those pieces. You know, we're, we're very um, uh, involved and in, in going really deep in the technology part of it because it, it, it's, it's very important. Right. Well, one thing too, uh, Greg, you know, many of our customers, you know, when it comes to replay, you know, I know you come from EVS, a lot of your team are former EVS people. Uh, not everyone can afford an EVS. And then you, because it's a complicated system, you need a highly trained operator, then there's a shortage of operators. Um, um, so like you said, you don't have to have a TD, an EVS operator, uh, the producer can produce the show themselves. It's that simple, right? Absolutely, and 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 a lot of what we've been doing, um, that's 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 been the scenario. Um, I mean, there you know, there's TDs that operate this system. There are certainly EVS operators uh, that can use it. We have a remote controller when we talk about replay, but it it's it is at its core designed to work on a touch screen. So you know, you'll see in the videos that we show later. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm using the touch screen. I have the video in front of me. It's all there. It's all intuitive and it's touchscreen. So, you know, even for, I call it the next generation, today's generation, they're used to touchscreen, touching, swiping. So we've built that in. And, and for somebody that doesn't know controllers, isn't used to a big, large switcher panel, screen is in front of them. They see you touch and, and, and it allows you to very easily, uh, you know, produce and, you know, in, in, and we design it. It's, it's not meant to be like a switcher. Uh, it is, of course, but the way that it's designed, you know, I mean, a big switcher can be intimidating. You know, for me, I would have never, you know, tried to switch a show, but with our system, it, it's uh, it's certainly less intimidating and very easy to do. And I've actually, early on, I, I, I did do that, which I would have never thought about even a small switcher. I wouldn't even go near it. <laughs> right, right. Well, then you don't need the big multi-viewer in the front of the room or in in the truck, uh, or you don't have a truck. You have no way. You don't have room for a multi-viewer, and you don't have uh, uh, the personnel or the budget for a traditional, you know, push-button uh, production switcher. So it's kind of like switcher multi-viewer all in one, right? Well, all with a touchscreen. Exactly. I mean, you know, it's there. So it's there in front of you and you don't need that. But, you know, you talk about multi-viewer and we'll get into that. I mean, multi-viewer is, is, is also a component of what we do. Actually, it's web-based. So for, and that gets more into the, and we'll get into more details, but, you know, because of this remote, you know, you might have maybe a replay producer or, or part of the production team that isn't, you know, next to uh, the operators. You know, we offer a web multi-viewer that, you know, they can have access from a web browser to see what's going on. And, and you know, in, in a video later, we'll see that as the director is switching, you'll see in the web multi-viewer that what they're doing can be followed through that, through that multi-viewer. So for the operator, it's right there in front of them. They don't need it, but we do have that tool to, to be available for those uh, as, in, you know, a more traditional multi-viewer. Mm -hmm. But again, over the web and, and, and really geared towards, uh, you know, the, the, the remote or, or cloud workflows. Very good, very good. Uh, we have a, a video, um, uh, it's a few minutes long, but I think it's really good to kind of give you an overview of where Simply Live is coming from, kind of their, their business model. Um, anyone that has any questions, you're welcome to, to uh, uh, pop a comment in the question box or the chat box. 
Um, we also have a, um, I have a, 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 um, a, an SMS, a text message number that uh, I, I have available that only comes to me. And if you have any questions now, or if there's a suggestion for an upcoming webinar, questions about uh, Vitovation, questions about Simply Live, you can text to 949-755-8881. That's 949-755-8881. All right, let me switch over and I will play the nice video. Here we go. We are Simply Live. We're the people who make live production more intuitive, more responsive, and less expensive. With our software, you can create live, multi-camera telecasts the way you see it, by simply touching what you need. Functions that used to be locked in hardware are now at your fingertips. Tap that shot to take it. Cue and scrub your slow-mo replays. Set up and run your graphics and transitions. It's all there in an easy-to-learn touchscreen interface. It's called VBOX, and it lets you work the way you want. The VBOX platform is entirely software-driven. It comes in different configurations for different tasks. The various application layers connect with a common software backend, so the same touchscreen can handle live switching, or slow-mo replay, or referee review, or master record, or all of them at once. When the hardware gets out of your way, you can create your show intuitively and dynamically. That's what makes great television. Your talent unrestrained. VBOX is powerful enough to tackle the toughest jobs in broadcasting without dropping the ball. The big players know that, and that's why they're using our systems right now. A modest event can be mixed and telecast by one person on one touchscreen with a fast internet. Or for larger events, you can network multiple VBOX servers and scale up to dozens of slow-mo channels. But what we've achieved till now is only the foundation of where our vision will take us. The jobs of live TV are the same, but the people doing them are no longer anchored to hunks of iron. They won't need to sit together in expensive control centers loaded with proprietary equipment. In fact, they won't really need to be in the same town. Right now, VBOX software runs on commodity hardware that you can locate at the venue or the production center. But as television moves deeper into the IP universe, the physical location of the talent and the technology fades in relevance. In the future, your talent can be anywhere you want them. And the technology in the cloud. VBOX is the natural outcome of the move to IP-based television. Flexible, lightweight, less expensive production can deliver more diverse, high-quality content at a lower cost. Today's sports viewer might be watching on a big-screen TV in the living room or on their phone in a snack bar. However they receive it, they've come to expect more choice. 
the audience isn't getting bigger. The demand for more content is. Whoever delivers what the viewers want, wins. That's why what we're doing is so important. The minds at Simply Live believe in offering solutions that are fully future-imagined. Ready now? Ready for what's next? So I guess, Greg, that says everything. We can wrap it up. <laughs> exactly. It makes my job easy, right? That's, that's well, it. That covers it. It's I should also say, say that um, um, GoToWebinar uses extremely, extremely, extremely low bit rate and very low frame rate. So any kind of stuttering you saw on that video, it, it's the GoToMeeting tool, uh, not anything that, that Greg's doing or I'm doing. Just want to throw that out there. Uh, you should have control back, Greg. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, um, just, just a little bit more. I mean, you know, again, the video, the video hopefully gives gives a good basis. I mean, it is on our website, so you know, uh, certainly feel free to to see. But so again, so our approach. I mean, it was talked about there a bit, but you know, for us, we call it disruptive, game changing. I mean, for us, we you know, we want to bring a change. We want to bring you know a, a, a new way of doing things, and and so that's really been uh, the way that we've approached it. What's very important, it's software, software uh, architecture. So when we talk about these remote workflows and we talk about the cloud for us, it's it's not, you know, it's not a dream. It's It's been designed that way. So for us today, I mean, we, we have installations, we have real tests that we're doing in cloud, Amazon, Google. So we're able to do that because it's software. So you have to architect the instances correctly, but certainly it's, it's, it's very easy to do. Uh, so as part of that, you know, being able to work with all of the, the, the formats, of course, SDI, NDI, but then, you know, for, for, for streaming and remote workflows, uh, you know, SRT, RTP, UDP. So all of these are built in as, as, as IOs for, for our, our, our systems. Um, of course, as I said, migrating to cloud. And then again, the way that we design the interface to be easy to use uh, and, and collaborative in the sense that, you know, as you see the different, um, uh, user interfaces that we offer. It could be a single user, again, doing the full production, or it can span to, to multiple users uh, working together, you know, kind of, uh, you know, your TD director and, and, and replay operators or for review, and, and we'll get into some of those details. Here. <clears throat> so now uh, getting a little bit into the um, There we go. You know, the architecture, so how, you know, how the system fits together. So first we start with, um, you know, the back end. So basically that's, that's your server engine, your IO uh, that, that manages, you know, the, the core of the system. And now where that, 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 that runs, it can run on, on more traditional hardware. So we can offer it as, as a hardware option you know, that, that can be scaled uh, as needed based on channels and users. And I'll get into a little bit more detail, but more importantly, we can, we can uh, uh, run that on an instance in a private data center. So we have partner like, like Tata that, that has their, their data center infrastructures that we can just run our software uh, in, in that scenario. And again, as I already mentioned in the cloud, so we're able to, to have that, 
again, because it's software-based to be available there in those different places. So that's the core, that's your engine. And then on the front for the user, we have the different uh, software user interfaces that, that, that control that, that server. So we start with the VBox all-in-one, which again, it could be a single operator doing all of the live switching, the replays, the keying of graphics, uh, the mixing, well, the, the, the audio integration. So all of that can be done from a single user. And then we have the replay. So the VBox replay, which can be standalone just for replay and a large replay uh, infrastructure or it can be secondary users in that all-in-one where you could have more than one user breaking up the, uh, the workflow then we have uh, a user interface specifically it's called refbox for for referee uh, or official review or coaching so again the ui is designed specifically for that application pinch and zoom so designed again around the analysis and then uh, we have the BMR, which is ISO recording. So, you know, taking your ISOs, being able to uh, stream them off to storage and NAS or removable storage for post-production. Then for the IO, again, we talked about it, but being flexible there in the IO, if you've got hardware doing, you know, 3G or 12 gig for, for your SDI IO, being able to do NDI, or then the streaming options for, uh, you know, for example, if we talk about, you know, your, your bonded cellular solutions where you might that have on site, send those streams back and that could be on hardware, it could be in the cloud, it could be in your data center. And then, you know, we, we stick to the core of what we do and then we, we give easy, easy integration to the other pieces. So graphics, you know, graphics, there's a lot of great graphic solutions out there. So we allow you to integrate your graphics engine over NDI. So we're not tying up those precious IO channels, we have specific connectivity over NDI, you know, to be able to bring your graphics engine in. And then for audio, same thing, we have embedded audio in and out of the system, but we can integrate over, you know, the standard Dante or AS67 to be able to integrate with, with an external mixer to do full audio mixing and kind of get the, you know, the best of, of the full setup. So now going a little bit into the hardware again, just showing the scalability of what we can offer. So, you know, we start, we call, call it a, you know, affordability certainly at, at for us an entry level as far as the cost. But keep in mind the software, again, the software that runs on these, uh, on this platform, which we start at the mini. So, you know, this is designed to be portable, designed to be a single user um, and, and, and getting at a price point that, you know, could be entry level for again, an all-in-one high schools or universities uh you know might might be uh because again because of uh, of budget constraints they might use this hardware platform but again the software is the same uh and we just limit it by channel so it starts at micro which would be a one in one out all the way up to an eight channel so you know even in the mini you can do a six in two out replay a uh, single user that would be comparable to you know the the full system capabilities it's just you know about about the piece of hardware that's running here in this instance and then we scale up to the next level which you know we we have a 4u server and here we get into you know, multiple user uh networking uh raid storage redundant power supply so again the cost goes up a bit but still very affordable considering what we're offering and, and, and having the ability to be, you know, up to 1080p multi-channel all the way up to 16 channels in, in this configuration. 
And then we have UHD, of course. So there we, we can um, go up to uh, 12 channels in UHD. So we, we kind of have two platforms that we do there. It could be standalone, single server, that's up to eight channels, or we can scale all the way up to 12 channels in a 2U uh, chassis. So again, showing, um, you know, in a more traditional sense, hardware, but keep in mind, you know, if we look at this 4U server, that, that's, that's the server, that's the engine. That is your interface for your IO channels. That's where you can connect your graphics into. So, you know, we're not talking about a lot of kit, a lot of hardware, you know, to be able to do the things that we're talking about. So now just, now we're gonna jump into the applications and, and, and what we do uh, on, on, on the user side. So, you know, we talk about the all-in-one. So this is an example of the user interface uh, and, and just after this, we'll actually have a video where I'll get into a little bit more detail just to show the operational part of it. But, you know, here, um, you know, this is the all-in-one. So this would be the screen that, that the single operator is able to do the live cutting, the replays, the king of graphics. So you'll see maybe it looks, looks a little busy, but uh, certainly it just shows that, uh, you know, it's designed, we've got colors and we've got... Um, you know, a very intuitive uh, interface to be able to operate if you want to do all of, of, of the, the uh, control. And then just to show again that, that we, um, you know, we changed the UI based on the role here, we call it VBox Live. So again, it would be around a production, but here we simplify it where, you know, this might be more where, you know, replays aren't necessary, where uh, you just want to, you know, focus on your live sources, uh, cut live sources, maybe play in pre-produced for a studio show or something that's corporate, or this could be the UI that I use as the TD director when I'm working with a second or third operator that are doing the replay. And this just, uh, you know, shows a little bit more detail on the different areas, but, uh, you know, I won't get into too much here because we actually have uh, the video that, uh, so what I, what I will do what we'll do here so we pre-recorded this um, so it's it's it, it's a bit easier for for the webinar here but uh, you know I'll walk through the operation of the all-in-one so this this particular interface so so you get the idea of of kind of the operation of our system is would be I'm the operator I'm going to be doing the the, the live production um, that that allows me to 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 do to do all of it. The live cutting. I'll show the replays. I'll show how I can key on the graphics, uh, and 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 give everybody a, a good idea uh, of of how that works. Okay, I should have a video. Yeah, so this is pre-recorded. Uh, Greg will talk over the the video. And again, apologies if it's a little choppy. We we're we're kind of single-digit frame rate here with uh, GoToWebinar. So here you'll see, uh, so if you watch here, the program. So for me, I see I've got my program in preview and then I've got my live and replay multi-viewer. So I use the live for the switching of live and then I have my, my same inputs for replay. I have my asset management up in the top left. So clips, graphics that I've pre-imported, that's, that's where I would go for that. Then I have a playlist area. So again, as I'm, I'm going through live production, I have clips, I wanna build a, a rollout or a highlight package, I'm able to do that. I have some audio control. So there, if, if I'm connected to a smaller audio mixer, I can trigger snapshots or control what audio I'm listening to. And then I have graphics area. So there, 
I have three keyable layers of graphics that could be pre-produced graphics that I've imported in, or more importantly, again, I could have up to two NDI engines there. So now you'll see we've switched over and I'm gonna show you kind of how I operate. So you see this is showing a four camera and there, maybe it's hard to see, but under the red, I just tap the video that I see and I'm cutting it live on program there in the middle left. So you'll see I tap and I cut the camera angle. Under the green, I can tap under the green and it puts it in preview and then I have manual transition. So I can do a dissolve, for example, or uh, you know different kinds of wipes that I, that I would bring in. Otherwise, I tap under red and I can you know, switch the camera. Same idea for graphics. So you see there on the graphics, if I tap under the red, it keys that graphic on and off. I can tap on the green, it comes to me in preview, and then I can affect over with that graphic. So in normal operation, there I'm keying it on and off again uh, with, with, with the same idea. Red always represents program and green represents preview and, and what I'm doing there on the screen. Uh, you know, here I'm showing now that top right, you'll see uh, the, the external graphics engine. This is just showing how we integrate with the NDI. So this could be a separate graphics operator on, on a Viz, Chiron, uh, AJT system. So they, they are controlling that separate graphics system. And you see that because I have it keyed on, you see that the multi-layer uh, NDI is available to me there. Top left. Uh, I'm showing, you know, how I have access to, you know, to the assets. So this could be a, a pre-produced promo that I've imported into the system. So obviously we can manage clips on the import and output. Um, you know, they are just showing easily uh, how I select. I tap on green, it brings it to preview, and then I can select when I bring it back on air. And then again, I can tap my live cameras and, you know, I'm back to the live production. Now you see that bottom row, that's those same four cameras, but now you see in the bottom right, I have touch control, and you'll see now that I'm controlling those sources. So those sources are being looped record, and when I'm ready, I can tap a replay. You see it automatically triggered a replay wipe, and now I can control the speed. Maybe it's a bit hard to see there. Now I affect, and I went to a second angle. Again, I tap under the red, I tap under the red again, and you'll see that I quickly triggered three replays. Now I'll tap live. I get my live replay wipe and now I'm back to live. So you can see how, how quick and easy that is. Um, here just showing too that, you know, when I have replays, I can queue at different points. So, you know, let's say it was a big shot. You'll see in preview, I actually put a replay angle of, of the reaction. I trigger first replay. While that replay is going, I can still control my sources so I can go at a different time code for the replay. Then from preview, I tap that reaction and I come back to live. Uh, so just showing really the, the speed and, and, and how I can do all of those actions quickly within the UI. Here, uh, just showing again, you know, uh, what we, you might need in a live production, just showing picture in picture. So we can create these pips and, you know, allow you to do uh, you know, a two box there and, and be able to switch in those boxes. Now, just looking uh, there, you see again in the library area, those are clips. So as I'm going along, I can be creating, you know, highlights of, of the different actions that happened. So here I'm showing, I quickly selected, you know, multiple clips. Maybe I want to build a highlight package. I select them, I enter them into a playlist and, you know, I can build that playlist 
Now I have it ready to go. So these are maybe six or seven clips between breaks. I'm able to obviously edit and move them around. And now I'm just showing, you know, I built the playlist and now I'm rolling through. Uh, you know, it's hard to see here, but within my UI, I would say, okay, this is clip three or four. I've got a countdown so I can really watch, you know, what I'm doing. And when I'm ready, before I get to the end of the playlist, I simply go back to live and, and you know, I've gone through and, and rolled the playlist. So um, I think that's uh, that's all of the uh, yeah, I give you all of, of, of those features. So I know that was quick, but hopefully um, you know it it just at least gives you you know a, a sense of how you know I, I'm able to go all of uh, through all of the, the the basic requirements of the live production. Again, cutting the cameras, you know, being able to do different effects between them, doing the replays, keying the graphics, building highlight packages. So these all are are the the main things that you need to do. Um, and and and. Uh, Hopefully that was uh Yeah, you should have control, Craig. All right, back up. So uh so that was the all in one again. Um now now just going through the other users, you know, this is for, for replay. So uh showing here the UI, it's a bit different. Uh where I've got my sources up top of a multi-viewer area, and then I've got my program outputs. And, you know, I still have access to clips and playlists, but it's designed differently, it's designed around, you know, the operation that would be expected from, from a replay operator. You know, and here we get into, you know, this shows a little bit more detail of, of, of what we have. So, um, you know, if you can see here in the top, those are my replay sources. So those would be the ISOs that are being recorded in. And similar to what you saw in the all-in-one, I'm able to control these all in sync. So when I which I think is a great feature of how our replay works. You know, I obviously have control. I have outputs one and two. If I'm if I'm doing a traditional replay payback, you know, playback to let's say a switcher, uh, but I'm not only controlling those outputs. I have access to all of my input sources to scroll back, review, and then decide what I queue on my outputs to play back. Uh, the other thing I have is layout. So when we get into a more complicated replay setup you know maybe i might have 24 or 36 sources across multiple servers the way that we design our system is you can build your layout so i can have layouts of all different cameras you know for golf it might be you know layouts based on holes or for sports it might be isos or you know certain areas of the field so i can build multiple layouts in my ui and as an operator select, you know, which camera angles I'm looking at to have available to me to queue up and obviously do replays. So again, intuitive layout, replay sources, I select tap under red and green to, you know, to decide which area I'm going to queue it to. I have uh, playback capabilities here, marking of clips, uh, my playlist areas and clips. So again, kind of the, you, you start to, to get a sense of our design and, and how it looks and how it works. Then next we have, you know, we talked about the ref review. So here again, you see a little bit of a different UI and, and, and this is uh, for, for review. So, um, you know, it's uh, again, meant to be very simple. Uh, you know, this could be the official themselves that, that is controlling it uh, to, to be able to do the review. And here, you know, we can go to, 
uh, how, how that layout works. So here you'll see uh, eight angles. And actually for the review, we could go up to 16 sources. So if you had 16 sources coming in from for a football game or basketball, I have the ability in the UI here to see those sources. Again, control them in sync. In any of these, I can you know, determine, okay, these four angles, select those, go to a different view. I'm able to pinch and zoom within any of these. Because again, this is for analysis. So, you know, did, did the, uh, when did the ball leave the hand, et cetera? Again, uh, very intuitive controls as far as, you know, jogging back and forth with the wheel or in the blue area, like I showed in the all-in-one, you know, be able to play back at preset speeds. Again, you know, source clips and clip and cue library to access, you know, clips that you've made along the way. And, you know, especially for review, you know, a picture in picture here we would use for a clock, for example. So basketball, you know, the shot clock went to zero to be able to select, you know, one or multiple angles along with the shot clock in, in the view to be able to decide, hey, you know, was that shot, you know, did that shot get off in time? So again, features specific to, you know, what the application is. And again, tied to the same, you know, backend uh, IO server. Then here we talked about the BMR. So again, showing the UI, this again, is, it's pretty simple, straightforward to show you the sources that are coming into the backend engine recording and then deciding, you know, setting up destinations uh, if you want to stream off to uh, a NAS, uh, for example, and, and be able to have that then being access, access for post-production. So essentially our server here acts as a buffer so again, because we're doing loop recording, I can take that content, that high res, uh, could be DNX145, it could be H.264 that we transcode on the way out, and you're moving that off to, to be able to have access to the full ISO recording. But when we talk about uh, replay, uh, you know, or, or, or the workflow where you're clipping, we have export. So as a replay operator, uh, you know, I'm marking a bunch of clips, I'm doing the highlights, of course, you know, that becomes sort of your melt reel of the action of the event. We use export, it's just another application that can that gets connected to the system, and you can set up auto backup and archiving so that the operator uh, is, can determine the shots that they want, they're connected to some removable storage or uh, uh, USB drive connected to the server, select the shots they want and be able to archive those and walk away, or you know, be able to have, you know, the week after week or game after game archive that then I can always import into my system for, for my, uh, for my production. So now again, looking in a little bit more detail of, of, of how the pieces fit together. So, you know, this would be a more traditional onsite and a LAN architecture. So again, you know, this is showing you know, the pieces on the left, you would have your hardware specific again to the requirement that you have. So that's what the, the, the backend software running here, managing your IO. And then we, 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 we connect over LAN in this case for the, the UI. So again, you know, if this is on a campus, this certainly could be, you know, the server could potentially be at the arena or the stadium and the operator could be, you know, across the campus, uh, you know, in, in a control room elsewhere. And again, these, you know, these proxy sources are being generated by the server and fed over the connection for the operator to, to do the job. And, and, you know, in the example that I gave in the demo on, you know, how they're able to, to manipulate the production. 
in this local setup, you'll see, you know, our proxies are, are uh, we do, we're using uh, JPEG, motion JPEG, and, you know, it could be anywhere from 100 to 150 to 200, which in this setup, it, it, it's not a problem. And so when we talk about that, you know, this gives an example of, you know, the, again, we talk about the scalability of the system. So this could be a mini, a nice little small setup on the left. You know, I'm integrating over USB to a little audio mixer. I've got my little laptop for graphics, single operator. You know, I've got my UI here that I can control uh, faders for the mixer. And I'm doing the production as an all-in-one here. You know, it could be two, four camera, a soccer match or, or whatever it might be. And on the right showing, you know, same idea built around uh, replay. So again, very powerful. It could be a six in, two out, and it could be all touchscreen driven or combination with a remote. So here you'll see a more traditional remote. Again, for those types of operators that are used to that and want to use it, uh, they, they can have the, the ability to use both touchscreen and remote controller. Very good. Um, here we look at, you know, scaling that. So, you know, I've already talked a bit about, you know, the different applications. So here, you know, here we go to the larger server. So this would be the 16 channel server. Uh, you know, here we're, we're, uh, you know, it, it's a more technical drawing, but showing, you know, a 12, 12 camera production. I've got my program clean and dirty out here. I'm integrating with a larger audio mixer over Dante. And then here you see I've got multiple users, again, set up in, in, in the LAN architecture, but you'll see each user has their own uh, mini PC that they have access to their job. So the first one would be, you know, that live UI where I'm, I'm mainly focusing on the live switching. And then I have the, the replay UIs and I could have here, I'm showing again, 12 camera production, two replay operators, and, and of course the graphics as well, being able to do a larger scale production with the multi-user collaborative workflow. Here, when we talk about multiple users, those multiple users also could be, again, across those, those different applications. So here I'm showing, you know, you might have a traditional switcher, you're using us for replay into that traditional switcher, but then you also have the official review uh, aspect of it. So here again, we're taking advantage of the core IO engine here. And here I'm showing, for example, eight sources. Those eight sources are in the, you know, available to the replay operators that are doing the live production. But these same sources are also could be available for a RefBox user here that's doing you know, official review uh, that, that they have separate control of those same sources. So again, you're not recording again for the separate application, but you can work with multiple users on the same box in different applications. And now we look at network architecture. So again, scaling and growing. So especially when we talk about standalone replay, uh, you know, you need to, to scale to some of these larger productions, we're able to network servers could be 10 gig or, you know, we could put larger NICs and uh, cards in for, for uh, a larger network, but over 10 gig, we, we can manage multiple servers. So here expanding, being able to have more inputs for replay uh, to be able to do larger scale replay. And I always like to give real examples, you know, 
this this is many servers you'll see uh this is a real application that we did for the america's cup where we were, pro were providing all of the replay so here we were recording 42 sources and we had seven replay operators that had access to these sources for doing replays you know obviously and then then play back into the live productions and at the same time we were streaming off to uh, NAS storage because there was post-production being done that, you know, the highlights were available for them. They were able to send the clips back and these operators uh, have access to all of this content. So again, I briefly talked about it, but the way that our replay works is, you know, a replay operator is tied to specific channels on a server, but after that, they have full access to all of these inputs across the server. So when I'm operator one here, I have maybe my two outputs, but it doesn't matter to me uh, where the sources are coming from. I create my layouts based on what I need to be doing, the replays that I need to be doing, and everything that I create is available to everybody across the network. So it's very powerful. So again, here we, you know, this particular setup, you know, we got up to 20,000 clips and almost 350 highlight packages. So just to show wow. the scale of, of, of what we're doing. And again, so again, entry level, simple replay or scaling to this level of replay. And is there a, a limit to the scalability? I mean, you, you could just add more servers. If you have a fat enough internet uh, uh, networking pipe between the servers, it's the sky's the limit? <laughs> hopefully hopefully it, it, it's a it's a high enough sky obviously you know here um you know we wouldn't put 100 servers on a 10 gig network if everybody's trying to go to the same content you know there there's some limitations there but you know it's 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 uh you know it's not not anything that's not obvious and you know we would scale accordingly to you know you would add more servers potentially you know if you needed because you don't want you know multiple users going to the same server so the point being you know, we can scale it accordingly. Again, we can make that network larger. Uh, and, and, you know, we've done everything in a design of our software to, you know, to optimize and limit, let's say, the, the uh, you know, the bandwidth and network issues that you could run into. Very cool. So now, of course, talking about remote, um, you know, we 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 show, again, I showed that the, the, the initial setup, which would be local, here, um, you know, as of course the pandemic uh, made remote productions uh, e even more critical, um, you know, we we add a, an extra little piece uh, to be able to optimize the what the uh, the operator sees on their UI. So here, when we talk about having an operator distant from the kit, so. Here again, you have the hardware that you would need. And the idea here is this would be sitting on site uh, at the venue in the production truck. We add one extra one U. And what this is doing is it's integrated with the server and it's creating optimized H.264 proxies so that now when I connect over a WAN VPN connection, again, this could be me at home and on my home internet, I have optimized uh, uh, the the video and my UI so that now I can really work in distance uh, connectivity uh, and and really have essentially a, a very good experience because again especially when you're talking about replay having that feel and 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 not uh, suffering from uh, from extra lag and latency uh, this this is uh, very uh, critical in, in in the setup. 
So that's showing it as single. And this can be expanded again, showing a larger server and multiple users. So this UI gateway is able to uh, give access to multiple users. And the other thing that this does is a web multi-viewer. So I mentioned that and, and we'll get into a little bit more details. But again, because of this, this extra piece of hardware and software is managing or has access to all of the sources, both inputs, live and replay, we now take that and we service as a web multi-viewer, which could be for those remote operators uh, or it could be for you know, another production person that, that's located somewhere else. So again, just talking a little bit more about that particular appliance. So again, it's a UI gateway, it's Linux based. So it's creating H.264 uh, over uh, WebRTC. Uh, so very reliable, low latency. Uh, and you have uh, the, you know, again, because bandwidth, you never know, especially, uh, you know, depending on what the, where the venue is, you have controls within to, to determine, uh, you know, what each source uh, is getting so that, you know, you could try to go anywhere from five to 50 uh, megabits per second to really optimize based on the connectivity, what you see. And again, being able to support multiple servers, uh, many sources. And again, you know, here we talk about plus or minus 42 sources, but if you need more, it's simple to just add another UI gateway and expand on, on what you can do there. And this is, is an example of, you know, what that, that web multi-viewer looks like. Uh, again, so it's showing that it's over a web browser and we actually have a video, which I'll get into, you know, get a little bit more detail with tallies. Uh, and, and the other very important thing is the audio monitoring. So the audio is also available. So within any of these sources, whether it's a replay or a live source, I'm able to listen to the different audio within the architecture to be able to monitor all audio as well. And this just showing, you know, now that we add that piece, you know, this is this is a graphical representation of, you know, your your hardware kit, let's say that could be sitting in the production truck at the site, server, we had the UI gateway, you could have, you know, nearline storage, you've got your audio mixer, you've got your graphics. So all of those engines, let's say, are, are living together. And then remotely, you have your different operators that are you know, doing their, their specific roles remotely attached to the system. And we've done a lot of this work, real uh, work. You know, there's, there's a lot of good articles uh, in SVG, uh, certainly early on in the pandemic, you know, ESPN, their whole live from home initiative uh, you know, they were doing, you know, operators uh, were, were at home uh, connected into, you know, a server on the East Coast and, and you know, doing, uh, you know, uh, live from home productions uh, early on in the pandemic using the VBOX in, in this type of setup. If you want, we have uh, we have a web multi-viewer, you know, just to go a little bit more detail, because I think that's, uh, you know, that's a very powerful Again, when we talk about remote, we're talking about people being in different places, uh, and and again, ease and 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 uh, you know, uh, easy to use. So you know, this this is as simple as sending somebody a web link, connecting, and then they'll they'll have the the web uh, web multi viewer interface in front of them to see what's happening. Do you want me to roll the video? Yep, we can roll it. Be great.
Okay. There we go. Yeah, so there we go. So showing here that you know it's it's uh, so here just showing again it's web. So you see I'm connecting. So this would me let's say as 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 the administrator, uh, the the engineer, you know, setting up that you know we have security built in. We know that. So you know to be able to have password protection to get into the system. So this would be me logging in, and now you see you know, a web configuration. So this is where I would go to set up the system. So here again, you see the password, so you can determine what that is. And for added security, you know, again, knowing what's, what, what the requirements might be, you know, white and a blacklist, so you can determine who connects or doesn't. Then we also even add another layer, which is a waiting room. So, you know, for example, when I create a layout, I can determine do they automatically go in or do I have to let them in? Uh, this is then just showing some monitoring. So again, for me as the engineer, if I want to see any of the sources that are available, I can go, I can quickly click and you see that, okay, I see that, you know, the sources are available and ready. And then the last tab there on the left, I can go to the layout. So here you see examples, I can build multiple layouts. And then when I have them, you know, it's simply selecting uh, uh, the web link, uh, the browser link, sharing it and sending it out to, to to the user. So here, just showing quickly how to build one. So, you know, I'm gonna build a new layout. You know, I have the option, you know, do is it a waiting room or not? So again, to determine, I can determine whether I let them in. You know, for here, I'm saying, okay, I'm gonna build a layout for a replay producer. Uh, you can see there, we have kind of predetermined layout. So you can select from one box to four box, two big boxes, eight little boxes. So, you know, I can select those. And then you see in each individual one, I can actually determine, okay, here are all my sources available to me. So I can be very flexible in how many and what types of layouts that I build. So once I save it, you see it's available to me there. And then, you know, I can share it with, uh, you know, with users. So here, I'm just gonna show an example. Uh, you know, let's say there's a remote talent. So I'm gonna be sending them uh, the, 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 uh, the program. So here you'll see they try to connect and they're getting the spinning wheel because they're sitting in the waiting room because I've determined that. So now for me as you know the administrator, I can go in and you'll see here in my monitoring tool, okay, there they are, they're in the waiting room. I see that they're there and available and now I can say, okay, let them in. Now they're, they're, they're gonna be able to access and you'll see when I go back, now they'll, they've been put into the connection and now you'll see that the system will wake up and here you go on the talent on my on, on my web uh, viewer i'm going to go full screen and i'm watching the program output here and again you see there that i'm also monitoring audio so uh, within the system i have access to all of the embedded channels so you see here i'm just showing the example you know if i want to listen to different audio because i've up to 16 embedded audio channels i can select any of those you know what what uh, pair i'm listening to and then we even also have custom audio. So especially if you're working with a mixer, you have some mixed minus, you know, a talent, you know, is going to have particular things that they want to listen to. Uh, they can select that. And now I'm listening to that specific custom audio. So you see very flexible in, in, in the power and what we can do. So now I just want to show, you know, how, how the interaction works. So here I'm going to show the example of you know, I'm, I'm the director, the live director, and I'm gonna show, you know, the live UI, and you'll see that the screen on the left will be the actual operator screen. 
And then on the right, I'm going to show the web multi-viewer. So here, this is the web multi-viewer. So this could be, uh, you know, next to that director at his home, or maybe it's, 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 it's somebody else. So you'll see on the left, I have my UI. And you'll see like I'm going to be cutting around and you'll notice on the right, which is my web multi-viewer, you'll notice that that red tally is moving around based on what I'm cutting. And in the top left, you'll see my program output that's switching there as well. Or the graphics, as I change graphics or key graphics, you'll see on the right that that could be a web multi-viewer for, you know, a remote production person watching and being able to see everything that's going on uh, as I operate on the left-hand side. So that was the, 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 for the live. And now again, just to show the different layouts, this is now the scenario where I could be a remote replay operator. So, you know, this could be the replay operator. Uh, again, you'll see their UI on the left and on the right is the, is the web multi-viewer that could be a distant replay producer. So there the layout has the two programs on the top. So, you know, and then on the bottom, you'll see there's two rows of six. So one row is the live cameras and the other row is the replay. So you'll see as the replay operator on the left is controlling that bottom row moves along with the replay operator, but the top stays live. So as a replay producer, I can see exactly what they're doing. You know, when they roll the replay in the top program one and two, I can watch what's going on. As they control, I can see everything that's going on. And again, as they're controlling those replay sources, I still see the live. So I have a lot of flexibility in, in, uh, in you know, what I can see. Um, you know, here, one other feature is, you know, because we have picture in picture, uh, you know, I'm going to show an example of if I'm recording the clock on a replay, you know, I can throw the clock up there, throw a picture in picture directly from, you know, the replay operator. So again, showing for me, I'm the remote. Uh, producer and I can see exactly what's going on. So there in the top left, you know, I see that they've got the, the, the synced replay and, and again, showing that uh, the full interactivity with the, with the web multi-viewer. Very good. Let me give you back control. There you go. Here we are working in our collaborative collaborative workflow, right? We <laughs> <laughs> don't have any uh, any questions thus far. Nobody in the uh, in our audience out there. Uh, I I think maybe uh, uh, everyone's overwhelmed with so much good information. We're still digesting <laughs> it, so no no questions yet. Okay. Yes, I mean, I, I know it's it's a lot and maybe I'm going, you know, it, it, it's quick, but hopefully it's just to show the, the, the you know, the different uh, pieces that we have. I know it's a lot there, but uh, again, hopefully showing that, um, you know, we, we, we have a lot of a lot of products, a lot of different applications, but, you know, that all, you know, for us, it's the building block, the building blocks coming together for live production, whether I'm on site, at home, whether it's cloud, data center, uh, control room, all of these, you know, these, these bricks that come together to build our system, you know, they could be together or they could be moved around as needed. So hopefully, you know, showing our, our flexibility there. Um, so, you know, the web multi-viewer as part of the UI gateway, you know, I was showing there, you know, uh, th that product as, as kind of integrated in our system, but, uh, you know, that product in itself is, is a very powerful tool. So, 
uh, you know, we'll be releasing now just a, a standalone web multi-viewer. So, uh, you know, if, if you've got uh, a whole bunch of sources, uh, could be streaming sources, could be physical sources and hardware, you know, we're building the web multi-viewer as, as a standalone platform to be able to offer that. So, uh, you know, we build it again upon, you know, uh, multiple software, so microservices. So, you know, per system, let's say, we have 16 channels of video that we can manage along with those 16 channels of embedded audio. Then we can also get more audio uh, over Dante or AES. Again, we're doing the H.264 or over WebRTC, and then you have the web server, which basically is going to manage the distribution based on, you know, how many users are going to be using those multi-viewers. And, you know, so our first iteration is going to be very powerful. So we can put a bunch of 16 channel, uh, you know, systems together to get all the way up to 256 video channels of multi-viewer. And it's a big number, but it's a lot of audio you know, 5,120 audio channels. So again, as part of the multi-viewer and over a web browser, you know, being able to monitor the audio as well is, is, is very powerful uh, offering in, in, in what we're doing there. And again, you know, the availability of, of how many multi-viewer outputs you have is going to be built on the architecture of the system you build around the, the, the web server. So remote production workflows, you know, I, I'll, you know, getting into, I like to get into actual applications that, you know, that we've done. So, um, you know, here again, this is the idea of having your, you know, your operators uh, at a different location from the system. So, you know, for us, a perfect example is, you know, when you're, when you're doing a Remy, Remy workflow, uh, and you want to add some some higher frame rate cameras, so a three, four, six, eight times Supremo. You know, that's a lot of feeds to send back in a traditional Remy for just one camera. So, um, you know, we implemented this workflow where we put our hardware on site. We we simply added that additional one new UI gateway, and we record all of those extra sources on site into our server, and then we just send back you know, the one or two outputs of that server. Uh, and here in this instance, in, in, in a real workflow that we did, we actually sent it back as SRT. So uh, not tying up any of those satellite channels over SRT. And then the replay operators are back at the, you know, production center, or they could be at home controlling that server and, and, and controlling those Supermo replays. Here, similar idea for golf. So here we get into the scenario where, you know, at the top, this is at venue. So this is a truck on site at, at, at the golf course. Uh, here showing the fact that it's multiple servers. So we're networking the replay servers together and we're recording 36 uh, ISO sources from the golf course. And here the operators are remote. Here in this case, the operators are actually in Europe. So in Europe, the remote replay operator was controlling servers that were sitting here uh, at the venues in the U.S. Uh, so um, you know what was going uh, back at their you know their, their control room was is, was a typical world feed. So they were getting the feed and and some sources, and they actually had a uh, you know a replay box there that was uh, part of their main production. But then the key was these additional outputs that were coming from venue with these additional sources. So 
this operator was in Europe controlling all of those sources back on site and basically supplementing the golf coverage. So being able to use those layout changes on the fly, you know, covering certain players or groups that, you know, were important to them, you know, and being able to add a huge benefit, uh, you know, to, to, to their traditional world uh, feed coverage. Here, another real uh, example is uh, here, you know, different application, but for the ref box or review. So we've been, uh, we've been working with the International Ice Hockey Federation, uh, you know, and, and, and for certain uh, women's and juniors and men's tournaments, you know, they supply the, the review for the video goal judge medical teams. Uh, so here, uh, you know, we, we have this large infrastructure that we would put at venue uh, so, you know, the video goal judge is there. So, you know, if there's any review that needs to happen, uh, there's a medical component if somebody gets hurt or, you know, the teams, you know, what's, what's big about the teams in this setup is the fact that, you know, they have, uh, it's about kind of full transparency. They're able to see, they're all connected into the same server. So those 24 sources that the video goal judge might be using, the teams have access to that as well. And they can share that with, uh, you know, a surface that's, uh, a tablet that's sitting at the benches. So very powerful setup. But the other remote pieces at the same time, the IIHF has, uh, you know, um, judiciary disciplinary. So kind of other rule infractions that they monitor and they do this remotely. So they would be connecting in from their uh, Zurich office into the system that would be at venue, depending on where the tournament is taking place. And one more here, um, you know, I uh, mentioned Tata. So, you know, we work with them and, and uh, you know, here again, because we're software based, we actually run our software on their uh, private cloud, on their data center. So, you know, they have their, their infrastructure where they would be getting uh, feeds from on site. And this is a scenario also for review where, you know, here there were multiple judges for, for uh, sailing events that, you know, couldn't be on site. So uh, this is a little bit of a different version where, you know, here they're running with Teradici. So they run those UIs next to the, uh, the, the server instance in their infrastructure. And then we provide these remote interfaces. So these judges are all in different places, being able to have either their own control that they could work in tandem in doing reviews for, you know, the events that are happening on site. And then we talk about the cloud. So uh, again, because our, 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 our core um, design and system is software, we're able to move those components to the cloud. So, you know, here you see the similar drawing that I showed earlier, where we have our applications layers, but here, instead of connecting to hardware or the data center, we're connecting to the cloud. So we run the different required instances in Amazon or in Google, for example, and, you know, we. You, you have your ingest and play out that would be coming from, you know, whatever sources it might be, you know, so something hopefully we'll be doing more of is your bonded cellular where you could provide those feeds to us in the cloud. We have our system there depending on what is, you know, what the production requirement is and then, you know, offering the playback. Right. Yeah, our, our uh, partner, Avi West, their, their cloud stream hub, they have physical stream hub with SDI out and IP out, but they also have cloud um, the common denominator for interoperability is SRT, right? So uh, we can hand off 
we can be adjacent to the Simply Live cloud and hand off SRT feeds of uh, 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 live uh, camera feeds that way. Exactly. So you see here kind of, again, a graphical representation. So in the cloud, we have our key pieces, you know, our backend server, you've got software audio mixer, you've got the UI gateway to provide multi-viewer or optimize UIs, and then your graphics. So that all can, you know, is integrated together in the cloud. And as you mentioned, SRT. So, you know, we have a product with venue gateway. If you have, let's say, physical SDI cameras on site, we, you know, we have a utility to be able to get those and, and bring them in as an SRT, or like you said, you know, the Avi West could provide those to us. And then again, you have your, all your individual users and all of the requirements that they have connecting in, uh, including remote talent, uh, you know, to be able to do a full live production in the right. cloud. This is, you know, this is not fake. This is not pretend. This is this is core in, in, in our vision and what we do. And, and you know, we're, we're able to do that. And here again, just showing another example, this would just be around replay. So, you know, there's other providers there. Uh, you know, for example, we, we also are partnered with Panasonic on, on their, their um, you know, their solution, their Cairo solution. So you may want to use that on a switcher side. No problem. We can just launch this as replay. And here showing again, um, you know, your your SRT or UDP feeds in and out. We do that for replay and showing that we can, if you want to work with our UI gateway, we call it optimized because we kind of control and and, and it's a very uh, full experience. But you know, again, if you wanted to do use Teradici or a nice DCV, we could also run the UI connected to the server in the cloud instance and then just do it as as a thin client scenario. We're able to do both. Okay. I should also add too that in addition to SRT, we 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 can interop with NDI as well. Um, I see on on all your slides you have uh, uh, transport, um, you have UDP, SRT, NDI, and our our cloud solutions can support all that. So whatever your your IP uh, preference is, most likely we support it. Exactly. And there too, you know, like JPEG XS, you know, that's another one that's on our list. So, you know, as that grow, as that changes, you know, for us, you know, our design is, is really all of the work and all, and all of we do is, is you know, is, is in the server, in our software and that backend engine. So for us, it's, you know, let's make it as simple as it is, no matter what your format is, you know, just to, to get it into that engine and, and then we process it, they're essentially the same. So, you know, for us, it's, it's, it's relatively easy uh, you know, to be able to add more, you know, more, more IO capability. One last thing to talk about, um, you know, again, talking about live production is e-slow-mo. So, you know, AI super-mo. So again, when we talk about uh, efficiency and, and cost savings, you know, this is the ability to take a standard camera and using, you know, uh, uh, AI software that we designed to be able to create, you know, two, three, four time, uh, uh, AI generated SuperMo uh, for your clip. So, uh, you know, we the first iteration that we have today is, you know, taking uh, a clip that you've done, maybe you have a three, four, five second clip, sending it through the engine. It come, it automatically comes back to the server, and you can play it out with that with that generated, you know, SuperMo uh, smoother replay look. And for there, we're working towards then having that engine on a network to be able to do it live. So the idea of a replay operator, I'll be able to scroll back in my record train, kind of go into this, you know, AI super mo, 
you know, you might have to wait a very short period of time, maybe a second, it's ready. Once AI is ready loaded, you can take that standard camera and play it back on the fly as, as a, uh, uh, um, you know, higher frame rate uh, replay. And that is my, 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 uh, my spiel. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Hopefully everybody didn't get tired of hearing my voice, but uh, no, no, yeah, I, I, certainly I appreciate the opportunity. And, uh, you know, I, it, a lot of stuff packed in there, but, uh, you know, if you can see behind me, you know, we have the studio here. So hopefully, um, you know, happy to get into more details with you and, 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 and end users that would like to, to get into a little bit more depth of, of the many different things we talked about. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I wish I had more questions, but, uh, you know, we only signed a couple of weeks ago and I wanted to get Greg, you know, on the webinar. And um, I was listening, you know, I'm checking Facebook and I'm TDing here while on camera. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm learning like the rest of you. And uh, if you folks have any, any, uh, any questions, um, let me put up the let me put this slide up. Uh, let me take back control. Um, the um, um, yeah, let me see. Show my screen. Here we go. Yeah, you can call Vitovation at nine four nine seven 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 five four three five. You can email me, uh, Jim J at Vitovation dot com, and uh, we'd welcome an opportunity, as Greg mentioned, to set up a demo. We can do a virtual demo. We can do an in person demo. Uh, but we're we're very excited at the synergy. I, I think you can help a lot of our customers, uh, uh, Greg. Not not everyone can can uh, afford uh, you know a high end production switcher. Not everyone can afford high end replay. So you you tick a lot of boxes. You work in the cloud. You work with physical hardware. You can do touchscreen, but then those old school operators that insist on having a button you you can you can facilitate that as well so uh uh i i think you can help uh, a lot of our our mutual customers uh produce more content and that's what it's all about yeah exactly and and you know for us it's it's uh, you know we you know we try to show how high we can go and how far we can go so when you talk about replay i mean it's it's you know, our, our replay is, 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 is uh, you know, um, very affordable, but powerful, just as powerful as the high end. So, you know, when we talk about, you know, when I show those larger scale, uh, you know, setup, it's to say, well, hey, you know, Simply Live offers a solution at the high end, but oh, wait, by the way, it, you know, it's, it's also available in an entry level. So, but it's the same you know, the same software, the same powerful capability. So, you know, a high school that's using our replay and the UI that that operator is using, you know, if they go to, uh, you know, a, a full scale production where they're using Simply Live Replay, it's the same, it's the same experience. You know, they're gonna have more sources, they'll have to switch layouts maybe, there'll be more, you know, more demand on them, but they will have learned, you know, on, on, that, on that same, you know, that, 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 that mini system, you know, to, to go all the way up, so. You know that's 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 what we're here to do and uh you know we uh you know we have uh you know a lot of um uh high-end users so to show you know the the level that we get to because again for us it's that quality and then being able to say well hey if i'm if i'm a high school or university looking you know to do you know my productions we just signed on as a conference you know to broadcast all of this content on espn plus but 
you know, like you said, you know, affording all of that kit or how do we set it up? How do we maintain it? You know, no problem. We, we come with a, with an yeah. easy solution that, you know, that ESPN themselves uses. So certainly for them as, as a conference right. or as a school to be able to do that, absolutely, you know, we can do that. We can train them. We can make them feel comfortable. And then, you know, when you talk about the cloud, you know, the cloud, as hopefully people adopt to that, it's, it's you know, it's, now, now you even have less requirement of on-site, you know, because you say, all of a sudden I need another control room. You know, I need to, you know, I, I, I want to get another four camera production going. Fine. You just spin up that instance and, you know, you have right. minimal requirements for the operator, web multi-viewer, boom. And I can spin that up and have it ready for you very quickly. Right. I, I don't have the budget for a truck. I don't have a budget for the people. I don't have budget for the travel, uh, you know, expenses, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you know, that's a huge component, exactly. And I, and I hope that that, uh, you know, the pandemic certainly sort of, uh, you know, really pushed that. And, and now, you know, now now I think the, the gray area, the question mark will be how much of that sticks, because that's, you know, that's a big part of, of it, you know, those operational costs, you know, traveling people, the amount of people being on site, all of those things, you know, look, for me as an operator, our technology literally allows you to do it from home. So I don't have to travel. I can set up my system and hey, guess what? I can do two or three productions in a day because you know, if I were traveling, I couldn't be in New York in California yeah. on the same day to do a production. Whereas this way I connect, you know, to, 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 to the venue or to the truck that might still be on site, the small truck for, you know, the one production. And then later on I connect to the other and I'm able to do that, you know, from the same location. Yeah. You'd be hard pressed to do two or three in one week. You'd be lucky if you could do one uh, between going to the venue, traveling, and then the truck can't be in, you know, two bit different venues the same day. So uh, um, I, I, I think too, like, uh, you know, some of the, some of the, uh, you know, your NEPs, your game creeks, um, um, you know, when we have frank conversations that, uh, the, I don't think the trucks will go away, but they'll just be smaller trucks. Uh, there'll be more of them. Um, or a lot of customers, there'll be a sound stage, but they don't have a control room in the sound stage. The truck's parked outside in the street. So I, I just think uh, the assets will be shifted around. They'll be moved. Uh, uh, and, and we're here to adapt as, as our customers' needs change. Uh, Simply Live had had popped up on our radar uh, quite a few times, but uh, um, what what finally got me to to connect with you, Greg, was was some of the work with the PGA, and uh, you know the PGA would cover you know the final rounds of golf tournaments on uh, during prime time on weekends for sports, you know your Saturday and Sunday afternoon tournaments and. Uh, um, whether it's PGA or Turner Sports or other sports entities, you know, practices, uh, et cetera, um, uh, practice rounds, rounds that leading up to the final tournament, whatever it might be. Uh, we're doing a lot with fishing. Uh, believe it or not, people uh, uh, enjoy watching bass tournaments on, on, on television and coverage that normally wouldn't be covered or lower level tournaments leading up to qualifying, leading up to the final rounds. Uh, they don't have the budget for a truck and cellular and simply live production uh, tools uh, make these type of coverage possible and affordable uh, to cover. Absolutely, you know, that goes into more content and smaller budgets, but you know, that's what we're here 
you know, because sometimes the argument is, oh, well, you're taking jobs away, less people. No, no, no. The idea is more, more, you know, more, we, we more uh, hours, right, more, right, more right. hours, more events, you know, exactly. You talk about more, you know, again, you know, SVG, great article about, you know, ESPN and what they did at US Open Tennis. So, uh, you know, we, we, the, the outer courts covered, again, that was not traditionally covered. So, uh, with VBOX, you know, they, they, they originally started with nine outer courts and, you know, the article that just came out, they, they went all the way up to 14 courts. So 14 outer courts, which would never have been covered, which wouldn't be covered in a traditional right. sense because of the cost, the amount of people. Now they're doing it. So essentially the entire tournament from qualifiers all the way to the end, and certainly interesting this year because it was a qualifier, if I'm not mistaken, that, that won the tournament. Um, you know, so all of that is being covered and, and, and you know, able to do it in, in the small facility and again the quality of, of the production and we allow them to do uh you know really you know it really shows it's it, it's a real experience and, and, and a real story right. about uh you know what we're doing also you know the olympics again svg a little write-up about nbc and you know smaller yeah. control rooms that they that they built uh you know to be able to 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 add you know to the live coverage that they were doing because again you know there's so many uh, outlets and, and, and fees that they have uh, around the huge Olympics that, uh, you know, again, more coverage, more content. Right, right. Yeah, and you touched on it too, Greg, that, you know, operators, whether you're union or non-union, um, you don't get paid while you're in the airplane. You don't get paid where, while you're traveling. You're paid while you're on site. So if you can do two or three events a day instead of two or one or two events a week, um, you're going to make more money. Um, you, you know, so, so, uh, uh, I, I think this is the new normal and then, um, you know, the industry won't have a shortage of personnel, you know, we'll have it, we'll have a, uh, um, you know, we have so many outlets for content now, you know, Hulu, YouTube, uh, everyone has, has a, a streaming, uh, live platform of some sort. Uh, a lot of these bass tournaments that we're doing, some of it will appear on ESPN, but a lot of it is just going to websites. You know, uh, people either po uh, plop down a subscription to gain access, or there's uh, commercials that run the the CDN uh, streaming to the website inserts commercials uh, like a regular broadcast, and that's how the revenue is generated. So, so uh, a linear television um, is not the same anymore. I can't get my kids to sit down on the couch and watch television with me anymore. They they rather be in their bed. They watch TV like this on the little screen, you know. So so the way we watch is, is different, you know. So it's like, don't you want the big screen and the surround sound? Nope, I'm good, Dad. I watch this way, you know. I always add, it's, it's, it's great. But even for us, you know, I want to watch on the big screen, and sometimes I'm like, oh wait a second, no linear to no, I gotta. Wait, that's on which streaming service is that on? Okay, I gotta go there to be able to watch it. But you know, but that's it. You know, it's it, it's not about you know. Again, yes, you know, uh, you know, my kids are off in college now. They're playing. I want to be able to watch. You know, their their, their feed. So being able right. to go and I would be willing to pay for it five, eight, but whatever it might be. So you know, it might be small, yeah. but you know, again, it's 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 uh, you know, there's that part of it for the industry to learn, well, hey, you know, how, how do we make some money on this? You know, now I have an easy way to, you know, to put a feed out there. I know that alumni or parents are willing to pay. Uh, you know, it's not going to be a million viewers, but, you know, there might be a thousand here, 500 there from the different events. And, and, and again, being able to 
you know, that starts to add up. We're getting commercials, like you say, right. for those different things. Right. We, we, we're helping some, some small production companies with, with just that. Um, um, obviously if you, if you're in the, um, uh, the Bible Belt, the you know Friday Night Lights, col- uh, high school football is more important than than professional football or college football. That that uh, these high school kids are 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 already like semi pro. So getting that on the local TV station, they don't have a huge budget. Um, satellite is too costly. So cellular combined with a simply live is is a is a great solution. Uh, in Southern California, believe it or not, uh, high school football is very important, and some of that makes it onto some secondary broadcast channels. Uh, uh, Turner Sports does some interesting things where they may not be the primary rights holder for uh, a PGA tournament, but they have the rights for the warm-up, and they they do they interview the the players while they're warming up, and they'll stream that to Facebook and. You know, Procter and Gamble will 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 pay for advertising because they get, you know, half a million to a million eyeballs watching the warm up of some PGA tournament. So, uh, uh, you know, if you're a golf fan, you know, or or any kind of fan, whatever your content is or your sport, um, peeking behind the curtain that that alternative content. Uh, um, uh, we, we find some gems. Um, uh, Vitovation and our partner Avi West. We we were we helped the PGA facilitate bringing back the first professional uh, event in May uh, uh, during the lockdown, and uh, it wasn't a, a a sanctioned tournament. It was a charity event, the Skins Game in in May of 2020. Um, um, I, I believe the the PGA switched that show in house. Uh, uh, with their control room, but because the pandemic was going on, that control room was probably available. But uh, we've done some PGA tournaments where the main control room was busy, and they used Simply Live uh, either remotely or in an ancillary area, and they were able to do a tournament uh, at the same time of a ma- major. They could they could cover some minor uh, tournament. So uh, Simply Live was able to. To on on a moment's notice, on short notice, give that extra extra capability uh, to a customer. Let me see. I think I, I see a little question mark here. Did somebody have a question? Oh, uh, this is a great question. Um, Russ asks, "What uh, file format is being recorded and is accessible to other editors, uh, say Avid or Premiere?" So the our our default codec is DNX, so DNX one forty five. Uh, we have ProRes now, uh, and on the export side, so obviously I can export it as ProRes or DNX, depending on 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 what. Uh, uh, but typically the servers are running DNX, so when I export it, I obviously can get that, but I can also change uh, transcode uh, to H two six four or even XDCAM. But typically. Um, you know, in those workflows, you know, I'd be running DNX 145. I export that out. I can send that to the editor. The editor can edit it. Then they can drop it in a watch folder and uh, the server is connected to the watch folder. It shows back up and then I have it in my clip database or in, in a particular bin that I set up and, you know, I can I can bring it in. So we kind of have that, that full workflow, um, you know. Of course, the Avid part of it, um, you know, we're we're doing some some additional development there, you know, for checking in and things like that. That uh, w- would make that specifically for an Avid workflow even more integrated. Very good. What 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 I like is um, 
the proxies for remote that that um, WebRTC is is the protocol primarily used for esports, right? And and latency and high quality, you 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 know, because because I'm not a remote gamer, I I won't pretend I understand everything about it, but but if you're 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 collaborating and and gaming with someone else around the world, latency obviously would be a problem. And and uh, WebRTC, you touched on that, Greg. It, it it's robust. The latency is low enough, and it makes it possible to uh, to operate remotely. I I learned a new term recently from one of our customers. Uh, they said we're we're doing remote directing. So um, the 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 director may not be uh, pressing the buttons, but the director might might because of COVID or uh, health concerns or just don't have the time may want to stay in their Malibu house and they're calling the cameras over comms to a TD who is either physically on site or or the TD is also remote so uh, you know remote TDing remote directing um, I mean they're even doing this in non live I mean have you d- dabbled in that we're getting requests where the the director for 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 scripted or or cinematic uh, wants to see live proxies out of you know your ARRI or your RED camera, so they can they can see that they got the shots. Do some remote directing, um, so so there could be a live a mixed element live just for video assist or or for seeing what's going on on set, or even some movie executives where uh, an executive producer wants to make sure they're filming. You know. If everyone's sitting around drinking coffee on the remote set, that the executive can watch and see what's happening. You know, we're burning two hundred thousand dollars an hour having the set lit. What you know, what what's happening, folks? Are we shooting today? You know, have you got into that space? Have there been requests for that kind of bridging no, I mean, on 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 um, you know kind of the 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 you know live to tape, although it's not tape. I mean, yes, uh, you know, we we were doing um, you know like talk show stuff where you know they were using us to cut. So because the other thing, in addition to the ISO, is we can record the program. So you know you're basically doing a rough cut. You know that's recorded. That along with the ISOs is streamed off of the system, and then you know goes to post production, and then essentially they're able to you know, edit and, and do the final show. So absolutely, that's available. Uh, you know, we had done a demo actually early on, uh, you know, on, on one of these, I don't know, it, was, it wasn't a cooking show, some kind of show. I mean, it didn't, it didn't get too far, but certainly, yes, yeah, so those are interesting applications to, yeah. you know, to get into. And I think we, we obviously can, can uh, you know, can do that. And, and again, I mean, we're, 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 we're a small company, we're a small team. Uh, but we want to be that way. So, you know, if I get feedback, it, it, yeah. it goes directly to R&D, goes directly to the team to say, hey, can we do this? Um, you know, can, can, we, can we make a, a UI specific to a certain workflow? Uh, can we bring the data feed in and, and, and be able right. to, to, to work that? And so these are all things that, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're open and we're hoping as, uh, you know, we get that feedback because we want to be, you know, our product, <laughs> Look, I'm going to say our product is good, but, but 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 we're never happy. We always want to make it better and develop it yes. based on the feedback of the end user. Yes, yes. 
Uh, also, too, you said you're a small company, but you're also working with some some of the largest players in the industry. And, and um, you know, when Vitovation partners with a vendor, you know, we kind of do our due diligence, too. So I had some pretty lengthy talks with the PGA, you know, hey, should we sign with these guys uh, simply live? Is this a is this a, a good product? And, you know, ESPN, NBC, PGA. Uh, I hope I'm not breaking any NDAs right now, but I said it, Greg, so so it's on me. Um, um, they all said it's it's a rock solid solution. You know, you guys really have developed a, a robust uh, product that that's affordable, and um, you know it's it's a it's a it's a little bit of a different workflow. I would say a simplified workflow, an easier workflow. You you, you were telling us when, when you did our initial training. Um, you really don't need much training in, you know, just, uh, I guess the thing to get used to is, you know, two thirds of the screen is under the red. So that's an immediate take. Uh, if you want to preview your takes first, you'd hit the, the, the right one third of the screen and then it's up, then it goes, pops up to the, the, the preview area. Then you tap the preview, then it goes live. So you go pop, pop, you know, so if the, if the director kind of likes to, you know, ready camera two. Okay, the TD then would, would would hit the green area, bring it up and program. Uh, wait, oh wait, he changed his mind. Take three, boom. Then you hit the red area of three. So um, that always cracked. I've done some amateur video engineering, never TD'd, but I'm always can. I, I volunteer at the Saddleback Church as a video engineer because I knew what a, a vector scope was and a line scope. I knew what that was. So they're like, you're hired. Well, I'm a volunteer. So so um, I'm always convinced the director's taking the camera I'm not shaded properly for. You know, he'll be like, ready camera two, take four. Yeah. Oh, where's the ready four? Where, where, you, you skipped a step. So the TD's got to be ready to, to dump to four because we're not going to, we're not previewing four. Uh, but if you're controlling at, at Saddleback Church, a lot of times the director was the TD. So he, he you know, he knows what he, uh, but I, I say sometimes that was a negative. There would be a good shot where the director now has this, you know, hey, where's that macro button? Where, you know, he's not looking at the multi viewer, and a good shot was missed. Uh, so, y you know, if you're short on staff, um, this would, so you can afford to have a director watching the multi viewer, making sure they're getting all the shots that uh, an operator can multitask, but it's not necessary, right? Look, it's, it's there in front of you. So, you know, the training part, you know, on we show, you know, we train people the day of, you know, most of them haven't seen it. We show them. It's like, look, you know, yes, you know, the bar. Look, if you don't like 70-30, you want to make it 60-40, you, you have that option. But Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. It's, it's, it's in front of you to set this, you know. So you see that shot you're pointing at? Yeah, just touch the screen. Oh, yeah, there it is. So it, it, it's so intuitive, easy to use. I mean, we, you know, we, we spend you know, an hour, you know, training somebody. And, and, and even within that hour, I mean, less than an hour, I mean, look, in five minutes in, in the little reel that I ran, I gave you the main things, but it's, you know, yeah. going through that, the basics are there, they're covered, you know, you're able to cut cameras. Okay, I get out of key the graphics. Okay, that's nice to do a replay. You start with one replay, then as you start to get comfortable, hey, I've got a second replay. Hey, now I'm going to get that, you know, that crowd reaction in there. So it, it, you know, it builds, but the base, we, you know, it's very short training 
And yes, it's a director and a producer that are actually doing it. And, and you know, a lot of them, it's, uh, you know, it, 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 it's fun and exciting for them. Like, hey, this is cool. You know, I get to do it. I, I actually like doing this. And, and it's, uh, um, you know, been, been a great experience. And for me, you know, you brought up, you know, like Switcher and where is it? You know, for me, I think the interesting part is, you know, training the next generation of, of production people. So we take away kind of that that physical intimidation say no well, you're it's all in front you're, of you're you not, yeah. you're not looking down at buttons because you don't know where your fingers are um it's or, there. or, yeah. or no. there, there, there's like a little bump on on you know so okay five is in the middle i got 10 cameras you're you're feeling by braille where you are and you got to look down the cheat this way i'm my mo my 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 screen is my multi-viewer and i don't miss anything so 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 missing if you're short, if your production doesn't have the personnel to have a dedicated director and a dedicated TD, you won't miss any of those shots. You won't miss, and and you're you're you know you're learning again. If it's on 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 new people learning, you know you're learning the other nuances of telling that story of, you know, what cameras to cut, when to cut, you know, being able to say, hey, camera two, you know, zoom in a little bit. I want a certain shot, you know, take right. two. You know, right. those little details, replays, when do I do a replay? Not, you know, all of those things. So now we, you know, we, we, we allow you to focus, you know, what story am I trying to tell? It's all there. It's all in front of me, you know, and I'm learning that. And then, yes, certainly, you know, being able to, to, to eventually, you know, be a director or be a TD on a larger, you know, production, a, a larger, uh, you know, physical switcher, um, you know, and I think part of it for us too is training people. Okay, but I'm a, you know, TD, Probably the hardest for us are TDs, and nothing against TDs, but they're used to a certain way. So wait, yeah. how do I? No, 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 you have no. Yeah, no, train them. Yeah, yeah. they've been yeah, doing we, it for twenty yeah. years. With buttons. Yeah. Now, what do I do? But if they really need to have the buttons, you, you, you can facilitate that. You have a variety of control surfaces if that's what's what's warranted. Um, um, one thing too, you and I had talked about this, and I just want to let customers know. So. Um, Avi West, uh, our stream hub, um, it's the, the brain, uh, it's not just the receiver. We, Avi West, actually, I think it's a great name. It's a streaming hub. So they call it the stream hub. There's ins and outs, SRT in, IP in, IP out. If it's a physical, uh, device, there's SDI ins and, and outs. Uh, but what I'm envisioning is spinning up, uh, a JC, we, we typically use AWS. So spinning up a demo instance of simply live connecting it to the abby west cloud uh the vidovation team will get some training and then we can invite customers i love the whole waiting room idea so you know we could have a demo with xyz network next week and uh, we would send them credentials here's the server you log in then we could take an srt srt output uh, and hit an IRD in their master control so they could see the program out of the show we're going to, you know, the, the fake show we're going to switch uh, during the demo. Um, we even um, uh, transport over uh, uh, AWS Elemental Media Connect, um, and we can give, uh, we're doing a lot with the PGA with that, where um, uh, we either uh, give them an invitation to the Media Connect SRT feed, or they make a request and we hand off to them. So the the AWS and the Media Connect cloud uh, is a big part of our business. We also work with Google, Azure, and whatnot. Uh, you mentioned Tata. Um, 
um, we, we, Tata does own some Avi West gear. Um, uh, maybe we can talk more about some of the, um, maybe to, to help f- proliferate Simply Live and other Vitovation offerings. You know, uh, maybe we can help each other with some introductions because, you know, we need the cloud provider to make it all happen. Um, uh, Vitovation is not quite big enough yet to have its own cloud. Um, uh, I don't know about you guys, uh, Greg, but uh, uh, yeah, but you know, that's that's um, you know, cloud for us is, is going to be um, uh, you know, that that's that's what we're working through, but certainly, you know, right now, a lot of the testing is with you know, the the the, the knowledgeable, you know, the the network, so you know, we're doing some testing with them, so there it's like, well, look, we we know we we own our AWS instances. What do we need? Okay. And we're just licensing software, uh, you know, to them and working with them to do that. So, but yes, then, then we have the model to say, well, you know, what about, you know, conferences or universities or high schools, you know, yeah, they want to, they want to cover their football. They want to get it out there, but you know, how do we do it? We don't know. Fine. You know, we would have, you know, you would send the cameras out, you know, we would, we would say, what do you need? You want to do a four camera production? No problem. So we, you know, we, we, we would potentially say, yeah, here's a Simply Live cloud instance. You you have the specs. What do you need? Here you go. Send the feeds to here. You know, um, you know where your operator is going to be. You know, here's you know here's the connection for them to control and do the live switching and replays. And you know the output goes out. So you know it, it's it's uh, you know that model we're working on. But that's kind of the idea for us. We'll have the software, yeah. or then providing kind of the the, the full kit and their you know, probably partnering with others to say, okay, you know, being, you know, like you said, we're, yeah, we're not big enough to, to, to potentially, you know, but do that, but we'll still be kind of the engineering, uh, you know, back end management of that, uh, you know, as employees, because I think that's going to be the, um, you know, again, there's security, there's things, but we're working through all of that. So, so we know, you know, look, we're, we're more, you know, we're kind of the engineers at heart. So we, um, you know, we, we really work hard on it, working, testing, making sure to love, because we know, look, this is live, you know, we come uh, with, with a lot of experience. And I think that's a big part of, you know, well, simply live, we don't know what's the people behind. I think that's really, really important because we know, you know, live is, it's live, you know, we're, we're the program. So if, if something happens, there's, you know, <laughs> Nothing's going on air. So we know the, you know, the stress, we know what it's supposed to look like, the pains, the good and the bad. We're not saying we know everything, but we certainly come with that understanding and hopefully we answer, you know, 80% of the questions. Not, well, these, you know, they, they, they've got it all pretty much covered. Then we've got these little details specific to what we do. And, and you know, uh, we, we, we're able to, you know, to deploy quickly and easily and, and hopefully, um, you know, push that technology. Right, right. Well, I think the important thing too is I, I don't think uh, I'm not aware of any of our customers that are fully 100% cloud. Uh, it's a hybrid, and uh, if you're not, uh, you know, there could be cloud elements to it. There could be physical elements. You know, um, uh, when we did the Ryder Cup uh, with uh, Turner, uh, they did have some trucks on site and they did shading locally. Um, you know, because of uh, you know when you when you stream over bonded cellular or the public internet. 
there could be a half a second or a few hundred milliseconds of latency and sometimes you know shading a golf ball going through the air okay it's in it's in the it's in the woods or it's against the trees yeah. oh now it's in the sky now it's on the green you know the shade during that whole arc uh can be challenging so there there's uh like greg said like you said greg you know we'll design a system to to whatever you need do it fully in the cloud partially in the cloud and, and, and or a mixture of the above well, I think we've gone uh, more than 90 minutes, and uh, this is all great stuff, Greg. I, I can uh, uh, talk shop all day uh, with, with someone like you. So uh, thank you so much for doing this. It was a great presentation. Um, what, I, what I may do is um, in post-production, I'll have my team edit the real video in so that the choppy video is not in the recording. So we'll, we'll fix up the recorded uh, content it takes us about a week to get the content ready that's a common thing like we'll get a flood of emails later today oh darn it i missed the the, the event so uh we try to put it up within a week and uh, be on the website and uh, you'll see more content on simply live uh on the vidovation website or you're certainly welcome to go to uh, simply live uh, uh it's simply live.tv correct is your url Correct. Yeah. So, so yeah, certainly look if for, for those, uh, you know, uh, for now, um, you know, we, we have a video section, so, you know, do, you know, seeing kind of a more detailed demo kind of like I showed here, but, you know, getting into a little bit more on, on the all in one on the replay on the ref box. So we have all of those on our website. So you can, uh, you know, you can have at least a first look there, you know, the video will, will, you know, will be smooth and it'll be a lot easier to understand. Uh, you know, and then, you know, certainly we're, we're here uh, along with Jim to, to work together and be able to then, you know, kind of take the next step and talk about it. Yes. And, 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 and being able to, you know, whether it's deploying a kit, you know, testing, you know, the cloud aspect of it or look, you know, we're on the East Coast, you know, Jim is on the West. So, you know, we have kit here. So being able to show, well, look, there's cameras in the office there. They're sending it to us, a server sitting here. You know the yeah. operator is somewhere else so you have the operator there in your office to say look you know here's yeah, here's we, the cameras here here's the operator here switching and oh yeah, yeah the servers you know over in pennsylvania and you know showing that experience yeah. and, and you know it, it it's real it works and and, and how right that right we we, we can show you a real world demo where where some of the pieces are are in in southern california etc um uh we typically well we, we typically spin up aws instances close to where the customer is working but uh most of our demo uh stuff is in the aws knock in oregon on the west coast but yeah you, we we you know you might be on the east coast aws or even in in the google knock somewhere else in the world and we can have the srt or ndi streams going back and forth so we can we can uh, show that it's not just theoretical, it's real world. We we really do know exactly. how to collaborate. Well, thanks so much, Greg. Uh, thank you for, for joining us. Thank you, uh, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, uh, one last, Bob said he, he, he appreciated the uh, shout out for Kairos. Uh, um, I'm sorry, Russ. Russ appreciated the shout out. Um, uh, no, it wasn't Russ. It was, uh, yeah, Bob Hawkinson. Do you know him? Is he with? Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, Hi, yeah. Bob. <laughs> so I think look, again, you know, here's 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 simply live and and you know working with with Panasonic, they obviously do great things. So so again, you know, uh, showing what we do from from you know the 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 all in one, but yeah. uh, you know being able to integrate with 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 fantastic partners because again that's that's 
you know, uh, there's a lot of good, uh, good pieces out there. So, you know, so fitting those in together and, uh, you know, being, being flexible and, and, and open to do that is very, very important. Yeah, I should also mention we're we're a Panasonic partner as, as well, so maybe uh, we can we can broaden the integration. Uh, that's part of what Vitovation does. I mean, we're we're a, a reseller distributor, but primarily I think of us as a, as a systems integrator or a technology integrator. Um, not every customer has the technical know-how on staff to integrate to to put bonded cellular in the cloud. How to integrate it with simply live how to install it on aws how to connect to media connect we smooth out all those bumps we we make all that easy and and uh we have the support of of vendors like simply live uh to help us facilitate that and make it easier for our mutual customers so all right greg well thank you so much thanks everyone uh we'll have the recording up in about a week and uh, if you have any questions, uh, please call 949-777-5435. That's the main Vidovation number. Or email sales at vidovation.com. That's V-I-D-O-V-A-T-I-O-N.com. Uh, have a great day. Thanks again, Greg. Uh, we'll talk Thank to you, you soon. Thank Take you. Take care. Bye-bye.